Hey, what's happening, folks? It's Jamie. Thank you for joining me in this episode. I'm going to be talking about two very specific topics that I see hold a lot of people back from making any success online. And I'm going to cover how they impact you and how to avoid those tragic mistakes. I'll catch you guys right after this. Hey, what's up, folks? Welcome back. Welcome back. Thank you for joining me. If this is the first time here, I'd like to say a very warm welcome to you. My name is Jamie Gardner. I'm a full-time affiliate marketer, also a coach for a program. Got well over 650 students absolutely crushing it with their affiliate marketing. If you'd like to learn more about how I can help you with your business now and into the future, head over to jgcall.com. Check out the free case study. Feel free to lock in a time with myself if you'd like to chat about what your options are and how I can help you out. Alternatively, feel free to hit the subscribe button. I'm just really documenting the 10 plus years I've had online and all the things that I've learned from a mindset perspective right through to marketing tactics, prospecting, you name it, I'm going to be dropping it on this very podcast. All right. Anyway, two major mistakes that I see uh, impact people online, specifically in the affiliate marketing game. And these are things I've dealt with myself. This isn't me attacking my audience by any stretch of the imagination. These are things that I have experienced myself, which is probably why it took me so long before I saw any success online. So the first one is an ego, toxic ego to be specific. Now I think ego by definition is there as a protective mechanism and I believe that having confidence in what you're doing and in yourself is highly important to make any entrepreneurial pursuits work. Of course, if you don't have confidence in your own ability to do this stuff, probably not the right pathway for you. So you do inherently need a sense of confidence in order to make this stuff work. But the ego comes from stubbornness. This is my own story here I'm going to talk about. So for those of you that uh, are new to me, uh, welcome. Welcome to me. That, that's good England, Jamie. Anyway, I kicked off my affiliate marketing business in 2011 and it took shape in the form of blogging. And I set up a multitude of different blogs related to the financial markets, which was something that I was working in at the time. And I was trying to bring that skill from my offline career into online. And so what happened though, is that I was dabbling Pretty much you, any mistake that you've heard as a cliche I've made throughout the years, shiny object syndrome, not getting the help that I needed, not finding mentoring and guidance, you know, not, not actually just sticking with one thing long enough to see it through, which is really funny because I've always felt very determined to make this thing work. And eventually it has paid off and I'm doing pretty well now, but, uh, that was when a few things aligned for me. So circling back and, and I'd like to just preframe this by saying, I, I don't believe that I'm a conceited person by any stretch of the imagination. In fact, I'm, I'm humble as fuck. <laughs> I would like to consider myself relatively uh, level-headed when it comes to that stuff. I don't think I'm overly arrogant. I don't think I'm overly conceited. However, there is a part of me, as I'm sure a lot of people listening in will also attest to, that we have an ego. And in my case, what my ego was telling me was I can figure it out on my own. I don't need anyone else's help. 
I understand that there are people that have walked this path before me. And if they have walked the path before me, I too can walk that path. And I too can make this whole thing work. I'm determined, I'm competitive, I'm, but I believe in my ability to make stuff work so I can figure it out on my own. Now, the truth of the matter is, yeah, I probably would have eventually. Uh, it took me around about seven-ish years before I had any level of success online whatsoever. Uh, and I, like I say, I tried a whole bunch of stuff because I wanted to be more knowledgeable. And again, that was my ego. I'd rather knowledge than being, I'd rather be right than, than actually making money at that time. There's something ironically I used to talk about when I was in the financial markets. I used to discuss this with my clients. So do you want to make money or would you rather be right? <laughs> the, uh, the reality with the financial markets and, and some of the good traders understand this is that you can have a strike ratio as in your winning percentage of the number of trades that you get right can be as low as 20 to 30%. Meaning that for every 10 trades you're putting on, you might only be making money on two to four of those, two to three of those. So being wrong the majority of the time and still making money is when you're stacking the probabilities in your favor. And so hence where that quote comes from, you know, risk 1% to make three to 5%, so on and so forth. Anyway, that's how the probabilities stack up, but I'll leave that for another time. That's the uh, financial markets there. Anyway, so if you are experiencing this feeling, you've started off in affiliate marketing, you've started off in your online coaching business or whatever it is that you're doing, and you're finding this little voice inside you that says, I can figure it out on my own. I've always been independent. I can do it. Yes, you can, but I can categorically tell you that when you open yourself up to receiving and absorbing advice, good things happen in a very rapid succession. That's been my experience and the experience of many, many, many of my students ever since that point. If you can drop your ego enough to heed the advice of a mentor, things will change in very rapid succession. I'll give you guys a real life case study of this. Like I say, it took me around about seven to eight years before anything really clicked into place. And so also uh, did have some success with my agency when I was running that. But when I was doing the affiliate marketing stuff, which like I say, kicked off in 2011. And even when I was running an agency, I was still writing articles and doing all sorts of stuff in the background to try and build my affiliate business. Uh, but again, wasn't super focused for any length of time. And I met what would later become my mentor and later become my business partner and a very close friend of mine now. But at that time, he had a level of success that was unparalleled. I, I had not seen anyone or met anyone in the flesh that had had that level of success online before. And so I was enamored. I thought, well, it would be great to connect with someone of this ilk where I can hopefully learn some stuff and just even being able to converse with someone who has had that level of success online before I thought, wow, that's awesome. Love to know, you know, what am I doing wrong? I wonder what that is. I'd love to figure that out. And so this person gave me some advice. They, they dropped some advice and, and it was almost too simplistic. This is a crazy thing. And again, this is my ego kicking into gear saying, nah, that can't be it. <laughs> nah, come on. That's too easy. Uh, seriously. Um, and so when I say ego, like I say, I, I really want to have this home. You know, most of us probably aren't arrogant people. Most of us probably aren't overly conceited. 
but we also a lot of us do have that in, innate stubbornness that innate no i can do this by myself i don't need the help of others to make this work and so i ignored this advice i was, I was given some pretty solid advice which was basically simplification of my business and my processes and focusing on the things that i've been talking about in this podcast for for a little while now which is focusing on the revenue generating tasks within your business and i didn't really know what they were and so i took i had this advice i thought you know what I, I appreciate that. I think it's probably quite a good advice. But the thing is, I'm just tied up in these other projects at the moment. I'm just finishing off this course. I'm just doing this thing over here. I'm just finalizing some stuff with some clients over here. And once I've done that, then I will start to look at what this person is telling me. And again, like I say, this is the ego kicking into gear saying, no, nah, I've got too much emotional equity wrapped up in the projects and the funnels and all the stuff that I've been working on that weren't really moving the needle in my business we weren't really generating a ton of revenue it wasn't you know that wasn't the money making task me building out a, a long-winded funnel that's not bringing revenue in that's me building out an asset but i still haven't tested that asset to see whether it actually converts right so the pain threshold got too much and when that pain threshold got too much i finally i conceded I was wrong and I let go of some of the projects that I've been working on and it felt awkward to start with because I felt like I had so much emotional equity wrapped up in these things and in doing so I listened to the advice and I and acted upon the advice I've been given and within seven days I had my breakthrough within seven days of me absorbing that information, letting go of my ego enough to actually move forward with the information I've been given and implement like crazy. I had a thousand dollar day online and I thought, wow, that is pretty cool. Lo and behold, I had another one then the very next day within 24 hour period, I ended up with two $1,000 days, which was pretty damn a lot that was a lot for me at the time I, I went from 84 dollars in my bank account one day and all of a sudden i had uh 2600 well, no it's 2700 australian dollars in there you know within a, a sort of a 48 hour period pretty damn cool pretty damn cool now the, the amazing part about that was i would then have my very first ten thousand dollar month online I, I think it was just shy it was like nine thousand eight hundred and ninety eight. you know something like that right like it was it might as well have been 10k Pretty powerful stuff. And I, I learned a very valuable lesson. I learned that I did have an ego. I didn't think I had one. I didn't think I was that way inclined. But I also learned that my ego was tied up in not letting go of these projects. Which then brings me to the second part of what I wanted to discuss today, which I think is highly, highly, highly important. And again, it is something that I see a lot of new affiliates and not new coaches and info product creators holding them back. And that is, and I completely understand, again, this is based on my real life stuff, but it's very much closely tied into that first part. It's called sunk cost bias. Sunk cost bias. Now, sunk cost bias quite simply means that you have invested either emotionally or financially into a program, an offer, a mentor, whatever it is for you, 
And because of that inherent emotional or financial investment in that, you form a bias. You start to believe that that is the only solution, even though sometimes it's not the right solution, even though sometimes it isn't the right pathway for you. Sometimes it is not the right way to go. And so what happens is, again, people tend to wrap their ego up in that because they refuse to accept the fact that maybe, just maybe, they got it wrong because then the reality sets in and they have to accept that they are facing a failure or a shortcoming. I was in that same same boat. The sunk cost bias for me was basically that I didn't want to let go of the projects because I put so much emotional equity into it, emotional investment into them. I didn't want to let them go and accept the fact that maybe there was something different I should be doing that was going to propel me forward faster than these other things that I was working on. So that's the sunk cost bias. So if you're experiencing this, if, you, if you're in something that is not inherently working for you, and, and by the way, I'm not suggesting for a moment, like if you if you've got these unrealistic unrealistic expectations that you know you're going to storm out of the gates and you start your online business and you're in a relatively competitive environment and all of a sudden you you feel like you're going to be making you know 100k a month in six weeks time you know yes you're probably going to have to give it more of an effort you're probably going to have to push forward and, and into that whatever it is that you're doing for a lot longer right sorry noisy motorway <laughs> I really need to get a soundproof recording room. Anyway, I, I live next to a motorway. Trucks love to uh, to apply their engine brakes, usually at the most inopportune time when I'm recording stuff. So anyway, I appreciate you guys uh, your patience with that one. Right. So the sunk cost bias, like I say, it can be in the form of uh, emotional equity or emotional investment into something where you've you've poured your heart and soul into it, and or alternatively, it can be the financial investment. Like I say, I really just want to reiterate that if you're in a program where you're in the thing and you feel in your heart of hearts that you've given it everything you can to try and make that work from a mindset perspective, from a an application perspective, you, you've applied as best as you possibly can. You've done the work. You're not, you know, if you were doing Facebook organic marketing, for example, you're not just sitting there going, oh, well, I've had two to three conversations this week. Why aren't I rich yet? You know, you, you really need to, give it a proper go give you guys a little case study a little story on that one i was in a coaching thing a little while ago and there was two people one was making one to two high ticket sales every week and obviously doing pretty well for himself by contrast there was someone else who wasn't making sales and we asked them okay well how many conversations are you having the person was making two to three high ticket sales every week he was sparking up 60 new conversations each and every day. Do you think that person had applied himself? Yes, is the answer. By contrast, person that wasn't making sales or making them sporadically, he was having three to five conversations per week. Case in point being that if you have applied yourself and something's not working and you believe your mindset's in the right place and you believe you've done all the work, all that sort of stuff, investigate whether you might potentially have some cost bias. And if that is the case, it's not the end of the world. You might be well along the pathway to success anyway. You might be almost there, might just need a little push 
but open your ego up enough and drop your ego enough to get help along the way. Seek a mentor that can give you those tools and resources to give you that extra little push just over the edge. And when you do, and you can drop the ego and you can look at yourself in the mirror and say, yes, I have applied myself as best as I possibly can to this thing. That's when you know that you've tried, right? That's when you know that you've, uh, yeah, you've let go of your ego enough to absorb information, absorb the help of a mentor to not have the sunk cost bias enough to invest in yourself. Just take that one more leap of leap of faith. Right. Anyway, I hope that helps you guys out. Uh, if you do feel like you have this issue, all is not lost. Investigate your own emotional state when it comes time to letting go of certain things and you'll find that you'll be able to uh, work through that. Anyway, my name is Jamie. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Catch you in the next one. Cheers.